This is the Defenders Podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We are going to court to talk about She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 1. And I'm sorry that I said a bunch of harsh but very true things. Wow, an apology that still doubles down on a thing you're apologizing for. That's very lawyerly. Yeah, I'm a much better lawyer than I am a Hulk. Mm, now who's smoking? Welcome back, fellow Defenders, to TV Podcast Industries, talking about She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 1, the first of a nine-episode season. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Hello there, fellow Defenders. I am one of your other hosts, John. And rounding out this legal eagle crew, I am Chris. Nice, nice. Uh, will we get all of our lawyer stuff out of the way at the start of this, or will we, uh, will we drop uh, lots of different law terminology throughout the season, do you think? I object. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly. all we have. There we go. Yep. Order, order in the court. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you all stood when I entered the room anyway. Excellent. Yes. Uh, we always, we always stand to attention when you enter the room. And I'll make sure to wear my uh, barrister wig as well. Okay, excellent. Uh, mixing mixing uh, UK law and, uh, and US law there. I guess so. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, yeah, the first comedy show from um, from Marvel here with She-Hulk. Yeah, I think, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's not like laugh out loud, ha ha ha, all mm-hmm. the time, but it's just good fun, uh, chilled, and actually, like, yeah, I think it's just very simple storylines, but just kind of easy digestible TV, really good fun. Mm-hmm. I guess they're setting up various different elements here. Obviously, the big one being uh, the introduction of uh, She-Hulk here, mm-hmm. or um, as we like to know uh, her as um, Jennifer Walters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know WandaVision, of course, did have its comedy episodes to begin that season, uh, but yeah. this is truly advertised as a comedy uh, coming out of this. Yeah. yeah. Yes, a lot, of bri- a lot of breaking the fourth wall as well. Yeah, it reminds me strongly of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. That's that's the vibes I get. Where Ant Man had comedic moments, it also had action moments. Yeah, exactly. It also had superhero moments. So yep. it very much reminds me of that, with a sprinkling of, as John said, fourth wall breaking, mm-hmm. which I think will play out later, kind of deeper into it. But overall, it's it's a fun romp. Yeah, in, yeah. for like a quick thirty minute show. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's great. And speaking of bite size, just to let our fellow defenders know, we will not be covering I Am Groot, uh, the TV show. The uh, the six episodes did drop uh, all on uh, Marvel on Disney Plus last week. Um, they're only, I think, three to four minutes long with two minutes of credits on each episode. <laughs> um, they are very short and they all take place in between uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 while Baby Groot is coming out of his uh, past, learning how to walk, and then, uh, and then until, but, but before he becomes Teenage Groot, as we saw him at the end of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So have had a look at them all. Uh, they are fun. They are fun. Um, there's a, a quick cameo from um, from Rocket Raccoon as well uh, yep. in the final episode. They're fun, but uh, really nothing to uh, to talk about uh, within them. The only thing I will say is Groot's a bit of a dick. Always has been. Like just, but it highlights it in a, in a really fun way. You're like, oh, he's a douche. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's like he he he's not even a nice one. He's like. They, he, I, I, I suppose spoilers. He skins a bird for its feathers. Yeah, like, and you're like, 
just because it annoyed him and laughed at him, you're like, yeah, okay. But they can still be lovable. (laughs) Uh, Our cat does that to birds. Not necessarily skins them, but uh, you know know what I mean? And you still ultimately (laughs) have them on your lap, sort of cuddled up, uh, stroking them. (laughs) But Groot does leave the bird alive, though, uh, differently. Okay, he's a barbaric. (laughs) Yes. 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 Anyway, we're not here to talk about Iron Groot. We literally just said we're not going to talk about it. We are going to talk about She-Hulk, episode one, though. Uh, The executive producers for this show, once again, Kevin Feige, Louis Desposito, Victoria Alonso, Brad Winderbaum, and Jessica Gao and Kate Coiro, who are the head writer and directors for the season. Excellent stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Gow, the head writer, uh, is an American television writer and producer, worked on the third season of Rick and Morty, and then wrote the famous episode Pickle Rick as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Also wrote on Silicon Valley and Robot Chicken. Good uh, comedy chops there, then. Absolutely. 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 And, and Jessica has uh, written this episode of the show. Uh, this episode is directed by Kate Coro, uh, directs most of the episodes of the season. Uh, this episode, episode two, three, four, eight, and 9 as well. Uh, Kat worked on episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, wow. Shameless, and wow. Modern Family. Excellent stuff. Yeah. That must be why there's the middle finger in uh, this episode of uh, She-Hulk. <laughs> it might be. It might be that. Excellent stuff. John, do you want to tell us what they gave us with your synopsis for the first episode of She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Sure. Jennifer Walters, attorney at law, was on her way to a holiday trip with her cousin Bruce Banner. While Bruce explains that he's been able to stop his transformations into the Hulk, a Sakaar spaceship in their way causes Jennifer to flip her car, injuring both her and her cousin. When Jennifer drags Bruce from the crash vehicle, his blood drips into hers, and she transforms into a large, powerful, green-hued version of herself. Using his 15 years of experience, Smart Hulk tries to help navigate his cousin through her new life, and help her avoid a savage existence. But when he learns Jennifer is already fully in control of her powers, he realises she's a completely different Hulk. Jennifer leaves Smart Hulk's compound and returns to LA to continue her career as an attorney and avoid Bruce's mistakes. But her closing argument is interrupted by the superpowered Titania. Jessica transforms into the Hulk and stops Titania before she kills the jury in Jessica's case, revealing a new She-Hulk to the world. Excellent. Order, order. We will be discussing our top three case points for this episode. We are going back to case points. We haven't had case points on our show since uh, Daredevil. Yeah. 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 So our big moments from the episode. Case note number one. Let's talk about the accident that created She-Hulk. Interesting connection here to Thor Ragnarok with the Sakaar ship that comes to deliver a message while uh, while Bruce and Jennifer are driving down the road. So a spaceship connected to Bruce from his past, I guess, searching out uh, the Hulk kind of uh, kind of stuff that seeks out Hulks <laughs> as as Bruce warns her. Well, exactly, but I mean. Seeking out the Hulk, like planting itself in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. is probably a little misunderstanding on the part of the the pilot of yes. the the spacecraft. <laughs> but um, yeah, th- this was kind of interesting because I didn't recognise the ship actually uh, until I kind of remembered uh, Ragnarok and mm-hmm. and the Sakarians. But um, so guessing it's that sh- uh, ship, a Sakar ship mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, I, I like actually, again, we talk about the fourth wall. I liked how this whole s- accident, the beginning of the 
the whole um, side of let me get you up to speed as Jennifer Walters sort of turns to camera. I just thought it was really nice sort of just entry into it and sort yeah. of just brings you along. I know uh, you're not going to be able to focus on this story until you find out how I became a Hulk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really, really good. Uh-huh. So is the fourth wall breaking working for you guys? Chris, what do you think? Because we knew this was coming in the season, but we were kind of told it'll all be explained. But really, it just seems like it's narration. Yeah, uh, for me, it is um, very much so because of Deadpool. For So the, it's Daniel Way kind of hits from the Deadpool comics has always had that kind of, well, let me tell you. But actually, even back some of the original She-Hulk comics, mm-hmm. when uh, they had narration in there. Yes, uh, She-Hulk Dan's, broke the fourth wall way before Deadpool did. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then Dan Slott, when he took over mm-hmm. his run on She-Hulk, when it was very much, which I'm assuming what we're going to get based on the, the kind of materials, mm-hmm. where it's kind of her taking on the superhero law yes. type of things, which we assume based on some of the trailers. Uh-huh. Um, I, I there, there was fourth wall breaking in that, so yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew what to expect, and it does work for me. It, it's because it, it's um, it's almost it's almost like Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Does well, that make yeah. sense? Where that narrating point, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like we're gonna have some low. Laughs, jokes, kind of narration. Laughs, jokes. Yeah. But even I say laughs, jokes. It's not. A, it's not like Monty Python slapstick. Like joke, 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 joke. And you think that like there's a joke every sixty seconds. Yeah, so at least like some that. of them are going to hit. This is like it's got story in there, mm-hmm. and they're telling. So yes. Is what I was trying to get. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I, I do I like the fourth wall being broken. Where. Uh-huh. She, I think she, they've just rebuilt Bruce's bar at his house in, in Mexico mm-hmm. and she speaks to the audience and he looks around to see who she's speaking to. So yes. I thought that was a nice little sort of, you know, I guess development of, of, of that, just yeah. other people sort of tuning into it, like what's she doing? So mm. that was a nice little development of that as well. Yeah. But, um, a little bit more similar to, um, to Fleabag than to yes. Deadpool, because Deadpool's whole point is that his mind is broken. So he thinks there's an audience watching on all the time, whereas this is her speaking to the audience that she's telling her story to effectively. Yeah. So, yeah. So I do question, they have said it's going to be explained. I am wondering if, it is going to be like, like you said, the Deadpool versioning where his mind is broken, but in hers, maybe something about the accident has caused, like, oh, she's like, she's got a bleed that we never captured. And <laughs> now she's imagining that there is. And it's like, because he, that point, John pulled out where Hulk looks at her and goes, didn't say anything, but he looks when she addresses. So I'm wondering if that kind of yeah. further and further kind of happens as we build the nine episodes mm. or eight episodes. And episode eight is like, we got to save her life. If she turns into the Hulk again, it's going to kill her, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Blah. Yeah. I mean, certainly all the fourth wall stuff is being done after she has been um, effectively infected, but, you know, gotten that lethal dose, as, yeah. as Bruce says. And that's how she gets the gamma radiation is just from his blood going into a wound that she's picked up from that accident mm-hmm. with the Sakaar ship. But I'm, I'm wondering if the breaking of the fourth wall is, so, you know, you get the moment where Bruce is saying, 
she don't you don't have an alter ego yeah. so yeah. this is in some ways it's more a more of a benign type thing it's not this sort of absolute tension it's something she can't really sense yeah. and so on but it, it's almost like a tick that she's picked up Maybe. from from doing it i mean I, 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 do you know what i mean in yeah. that sense that um because yeah, it would be going very dark if it's a bleed that they haven't picked up. Um, but do you know what I mean? So I, I, I wonder if it's just something along those lines, possibly. Yeah. But, you know, because just the conversation of Bruce and Jennifer in the car, you know, she's absolutely fixated on Steve Rogers' uh, butt, uh, America's arse. Mm-hmm. So, and his virginity. And his love life, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, did he, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I guess... There's going to be that lighter side. So I, I but yeah. I wonder if the fourth wall breaking ultimately be, is about something to do with the gamma exposure rather than, yeah. you know, but who knows? Maybe. It could just also be, um, just a, the device that they're using here. Yeah, exactly. Well. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as serious. And I feel like they're not going to need to explain it like we thought they did when we saw the original trailer just was interested to see what you guys thought of the of the football breaking how it was incorporated in the show although here we also have a massive car accident causing uh, a superhero creation which is almost something that we saw in doctor strange a much darker car crash in doctor yep. strange i love the fact that they incorporated the cheetos flying through the car yeah, that was during cool. the car accident to kind of lighten up the fact that these two were just flipping over and over in the air i thought that was a really cool shot at uh, see yeah. the cheetos floating through the air but yeah. uh, put a nice little opening to the episode and i i loved how sort of after being um dosed with gamma radiation from the blood i like how it went into that you know that that werewolf trope ultimately of when someone's transforming for mm-hmm. the first time and that you're in person it's their point of view kind of POV look of and you know you have her getting to the roadside bar um but ultimately has has transformed back into yeah. mm-hmm. um Jennifer Walters and uh, you know you just you then get the fun element at the bar with all the girls in the ladies' toilets sort of saying, what's happened to you? Yep. Are you all right? And then <laughs> fixing her up. Doing but her then, makeup. Uh, yeah. You know, the unexpected pickup outside as she's waiting for Bruce to come and collect her mm-hmm. um, from the, the three lads that, yeah. you know, they go too far. So yeah. I, I, just, I just liked how it all kind of sort of had these different touches throughout. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a nice take. On her art, mm-hmm. um, the the difference from the comic books, she was shot by um, mobs, mm-hmm. but definitely a crime family, a kind of mafia style esque. Mm-hmm. Um, shot at her because she was prosecuting a case. Yeah. Um, uh, Bruce was around her; uh, she was bleeding out, going to die. So he gave her her transfusion because he was the only. Um, person who had the same blood type match, yes. available mm-hmm. um and that was what caused the uh her kind of her creation in the comic books mm-hmm. it's a similar-esque car to car kind of but bruce and those blood um but yes it was a night it wasn't it, it's an it's a it's a nicer take, if yeah. that makes sense, for the, the 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 style of the show. Exactly, it's a lighter a lighter take, and again, completely accidental. I like that Bruce is pushing her back because he knows what could happen if they're yeah. if their blood mixes. That was uh, quite interesting. Let's go on to the central kind of se- section of the episode in our case note number two: the training from Bruce. Um, again, dealt with you know kind of jokily, but you forget how much 
Bruce Banner has gone through in his 15 years as the Hulk, all of the tests and trials that he's gone through to kind of accept this other being that's been inside of him and try to work in some way to, to, to control that rage and eventually get himself to this point where he is the smart Hulk and he's been, yeah. he's trying to go through his, uh, his step by step program, the multi year <laughs> program, uh, yeah. with Jennifer where she's got to go and hang on a second. We went for a drive. And now I'm stuck with you for possibly years to learn yeah, how to yeah, become exactly. a Exactly. Yeah. Well, and testing. I, like, I really liked it when, after all the rotary saws, uh, where mm. he was testing her, and she breaks out and she's kind of, you know, hulking out, roaring, and then he's he's speaking to her to calm her down. And it's like, why are you talking to me like a stray horse? Um, <laughs> I just, I really like that, but I... Mm. I, I really like this montage, I guess, in a sense. I know it's not a mon. Yeah. I know it's not really a montage, but I like this whole section because, like, for me, what Bruce was doing, it really made sense that he would, you know, his scientist would have this kind of dossier, and then mm-hmm. he wants to help out his cousin, effectively. Um, but I then just like the whole tension and and the difference, um, uh, you know, that Bruce is really kind, you know. It's basically she's going on the same journey as as I've been on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, until that moment where she's still quite lucid and speaking as Jennifer Walters, even when she's transformed. Yeah. But he's looking for these trigger points, you know, the the, the alter ego, and I, I just, you know, the assumption from Bruce and uh, Smart Hulk that you know, well, you're going to be become a superhero, um, and she's like, you know, I. I don't want to be a superhero. Yeah. I actually, I want to use my law degree and get back and practice law. Exactly. Uh, and in the end, you know, there's a, they are different. You know, she has much more control over, um, over the transformations as she doesn't have because she doesn't have this alter ego. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's saying, well, my life as a female in the law, um, as a, as a lawyer and, and that career, but also in, the outside world is stressful enough with yeah. everything I have to put up. I, I can deal with stress. You Absolutely. know, we're yeah. different people. And I like the fact that the, the gamma radiation is affecting Jennifer a lot differently. Different. Exactly. Yeah. That was one of the best lines in this whole opening episode. Basically, I have to deal with uh, walking down the street, a guy cat calling me. I have to deal with men um, belittling me and undermining me when I'm, I know more than them. And of course I get angry and she hulks out mm-hmm. and then is able to bring it back down. It's the way the lines are delivered. And then it's the actual, it's actually that it's an important topic that is, or a, a moment that is being said, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's just kind of, again, it's the thing about, these Marvel films that we talk and the Marvel TV shows that we talk about, like when they like in one division, when they play up the, the grief mm-hmm. aspect and we like some of the most amazing, fantastic writing between a witch and an Android. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about grief and love. Mm-hmm. And in this, we're getting two hulking gamma infused, um, potentially like Avengers, talking about essentially what it's like to be a woman and constantly have to keep your anger and your emotions in check yeah. and under control. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's a 90 second piece yeah. of like, she gives it very quickly, 
But it, for me, it was like, oh, yeah, that's probably what it's like for women. Mm. Like, even as a lawyer, I'm not a woman and I'm not a lawyer. But when you combine those things, I can imagine what it is like, especially in America, especially in that male-dominated society. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, and you, you know, you get a sense of it from her, her creepy colleague, yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 bloke at at the attorney's office, and it's but it's even that even Bruce, her cousin, doesn't or Smart Hulk doesn't listen to her. It ends up where they're having to have one almighty scrap between two hulks in order for her to finally get her point across to say, right, I'm leaving now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the thing as well. And, I mean, the fights, that fight element was just really, really good. Um, Like, in terms of with, you know, the little cheap shots like her, her... pulling the the palm tree back and just firing coconuts at mm-hmm. him it just kind of irritated him really yeah. you know to the the hulk clap from um from like- smart hulk and then jennifer or she hulk realizing she can do this pulsating hulk clap which was mm-hmm. really cool so i, I liked all that kind of fight but it, yeah. ultimately it, its origin came from the fact she wasn't being listened to by bruce Yes, you know? exactly, exactly. But of course, you're going to have to have two Hulks battle each other if you have uh, the meeting two heroes. They always have to battle each other first, right? That's how you, uh, exactly. how you kick off a story. So, uh, done really well here uh, overall. Um, can't over be oversold as well that this is two CGI creations going at it for an entire episode. That's very impressive. Um, I think it looks so well uh, for a first episode of a show like you know I know Marvel have gone through such major problems because they're apparently putting really difficult timelines in the CGI studios uh, there's about seven studios involved in this show uh, just to deliver all of the uh, CGI elements they have to deliver for the show uh, and I think they've done a great job here uh, this is this is still television and still not on the budget of some of their bigger movies so I think they've done a great job creating She-Hulk and creating uh, Smart Hulk here for the show yeah. uh, definitely could see Mark Ruffalo's face even better in this version of Hulk uh, than we've seen him before on screen you can see much more of his features within, Emotion, uh, within yeah. the Hulk it looks really good so great job to the CGI studio I think yeah and that's all anytime I've talked to people about this show um, about oh I'm excited that it's coming up that CGI kerfuffle has come up a few times and I'm like yeah it was early mm-hmm. it was ages ago didn't even pass my mind while watching this yeah. going oh that looks a bit strange like I'm like yeah it, like it was if I don't think about it they did a fantastic they've done an amazing job exactly if yeah. I go ooh that's like, okay, you're getting your Oscar Emmy level for CGI. <laughs> but like, when I don't go, oh, that looks a bit weird, or why did they do, like, then you've done the best job you can do. That is what you want from a CGI department exactly. where you don't question and go, that looks a bit, like, they did fantastic here. Did a great job. Hats off. Did a great job. Uh, that is probably all of the training from Bruce, uh, our second point. Um, I know the kind of big intention from him is that effectively he was going to share all of his wisdom with his, uh, with his closest cousin. And it all kind of fell apart when she, when he learns that she actually is able to control it and is able to be yeah. a better Hulk than he has been able to be for 15 years. Um, she returns to work and we'll talk about that 
finally, in our case note number three, she returns to work as a lawyer uh, in the DA's office and continues her attempted prosecution um, case where she's going to be delivering the closing arguments in that one of the big cases for the for the uh, the district attorney's office. Um, but interrupted, as these things often are, by uh, a villain or a superpowered being crashing through the courtroom. Yes. Yeah. I am Titania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she calls an entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just really liked uh, Nikki here saying, you know, do do your Hulk thing. And she's like, yeah. in court? Yeah, yeah, do it. And then there's just the whole, well, I'm not ruining the shoes mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, you get the big announcement, you know, when Titania asks, who are you? She goes... I'm Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite the tagline for the show, but Close. exactly, <laughs> you know, it, that's who she still feels she is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I really just like, you know, saves the jury, knocks Titania out. So okay. I don't quite know what Titania's powers are. I guess as hard as Titania, maybe, or something like super, that. Super strong, super yeah. durable. Pretty much, exactly. Yep, that's so who she is. she's probably weathered the punch pretty well, even though you know it's kind of knocked her for six. Yeah. Really, yeah. She definitely did a uh, a Scott Pilgrim type of uh, shoot through the air when trying to kick at She Hulk. I thought that was quite cool. It really felt like like Scott Pilgrim, but a very quick uh, moment um, where Titania, yeah. quite angry, is uh, almost killing the jury in uh, in the case that Jennifer Walters is prosecuting. So uh, Jennifer takes her out. Um, very quick moment. But closes out the episode exactly where you wanted to. Uh, She-Hulk is back as attorney at law. Exactly. And it, it's just simply events. How, in this case, Titania bursting into the courtroom has mm-hmm. undermined what Jennifer wants to do, which is simply be Jennifer yeah. and practice law. Yeah. And the events have forced her to reveal herself. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Good stuff. That's the 30-minute episode for uh, She-Hulk. Uh, any notes that we want to talk about? Anything else we didn't get to get to? Quick one for myself. Um, so it is a mutation in their blood that they share mm-hmm. that allows them to synthesize the gamma radiation, uh, as said by Hulk. This is a cool little uh, nod to Paradise X, Universe X, um, Earth X okay. um, storyline where... It's all about like mutations in the blood that kind of cause mutants and superheroes. So like Siege Robert Rogers has a special mutation that allowed him when he got the uh, the super soldier serum mm. to metabolize and become superhero and not die. Everyone had a mutation in the Marvel comics yeah. at some point, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, uh oh, we've got way too many mutants in here. <laughs> yes. So this is a call, a cool kind of call to that, and especially since we also got Miss Marvel. Um, where they, they potentially talk of mutants in that series as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a nice little nod to say potentially where the future is going. It was like mutation here, a mutation there, here, the mm-hmm. mutation there, mutation everywhere, <laughs> mutation, mutation. <laughs> that was my only note. Excellent. 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 I'll just pick up on the kind of mid credit scene. Okay. Uh, where the conversation between Bruce and, and Jennifer basically gets gets confirmed you know jennifer trying to reason through whether um steve did get some action as uh captain america or was he too busy and he ended up 
being uh, a virgin. Uh, but no, uh, we learn that uh, Steve wasn't a virgin and America's ass did get some love. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> um it is now f- confirmed. We yes. always wondered what him and Peggy possibly got up to when oh. he went back in time. Well, it was uh, but lost. It's... He lost his virginity to a girl in 1945 well, during yeah. the SO, SO tour. So, in 1943, I think it was, uh, while he was on his uh, tour as Captain America before he entered the war. Uh, yes. When he, lost, when he lost his virginity. Good stuff. A question finally answered uh, here. And I love that it was done as a little trick from Jennifer because she finds out one of the big benefits of uh, being a Hulk is you can drink as much as you want. Uh, all buzz, no barf, as, uh, as uh, Bruce describes to her. So she's able to pretend like she's really drunk, even though she's not at all yes. in that moment. So uh, to trick him into confirming something for us. Good stuff. Uh, that is our discussion about She-Hulk Episode 1. Overall, Chris, do you defend She-Hulk Episode 1? Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> uh, yes, um, much like two Hulks fighting. In the end, I was very happy. Good stuff. And best of friends. I enjoyed this. It's a, it's a fun 30 minute romp. I think that's the thing. It's, you give me some comedy, you're giving me some action, you give me some super heroics. Um, and every now and again, you're sprinkling in some really well, well done writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I get the feeling, I, I don't know, it's too early to say. But I get the feeling that because the showrunner or the head, the lead writers, uh, and who it is and the storyline, you're gonna, we are gonna get some poignant female points of view being in a kind of overall kind of in the law kind of ecosystem and things like that. I think we're gonna get some well, kind of very poignant kind of points. Um, uh, again, sprinkled in with, Punchy, punchy, clobbering time. Again, we're sprinkled in with some punchy, punchy green mayhem. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So overall, yes, I defend. Interesting. We heard Jennifer say that since you transformed, there's been no hulking moments up until that moment in the courtroom. So nothing for the five or six months since uh, she transformed into She-Hulk. We heard that right at the start. So we are now going to see that play out in the rest of the series. How about yourself, John? Do you defend She-Hulk episode one? Uh, I do. I give this four flying Cheetos and chopsticks out of five. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. was good fun. Um, I think the episodes are, are just e- nicely digestible, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, got the action and has, uh, you know, some you know, good writing on some bigger elements, introducing you know, a new character. Uh, I, and I'm, I'm liking Jennifer Walters. Mm-hmm. Uh, really just like the character uh, yeah. a lot. And so, yep, yeah, four flying Cheetos and chopsticks out of five. Excellent. Derek, do you defend uh, this episode yeah. of She-Hulk? Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, Mark Ruffalo is one of the, one of the great players within the Marvel Universe. I like how he's been used in here as well. Um, alongside Tatiana Maslany, who I think is excellent. She's got that yeah. same charismatic presence on screen showing you that she's 
been the centre of a TV show for seven seasons before. She's a really strong actress. I remember uh, two or three seasons into Orphan Black, they were constantly calling out that this is a person to watch. She'll be doing big things in the future. And mm-hmm. she stayed alongside that show, had lots of loyalty for Orphan Black for all those years and is now coming over here showing how great she is as Jennifer Walters. She's a, I think she's the perfectly cast uh, actress in this role. So, uh, so great to see her. Great to see the show and some nice touches. I was really surprised how much they talked about Steve and Tony uh, in the show. But of course, Bruce Banner would talk about those two. That's They were his closest allies, I suppose, uh, over time. We had this, that connection during the blip. He was the one that was being consoled and consoling Tony for those uh, five years during the blip um, while they had kind of separated uh, as friends uh, during the time. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting to have those nods and connections as well so we know what's happening uh, in the rest of the world of the MCU. So yeah. good, a good opening episode, a good, a good kind of grounding of what's happening with these characters and, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Uh, but I am excited for episode two of She-Hulk. Excellent stuff. But I think it's time to get off to the bar. Let's go to Bruce's bar uh, after it's been rebuilt for yes, our yes. pub quiz I think question. So. Yes. John, what is our pub quiz question for episode one? Welcome back, fellow defenders and fellow quizzes to the pub quiz. Question one, what is written on Jennifer's white t-shirt as she fights her cousin Smart Hulk? Excellent. Lots of costume changes from uh, Jennifer Walters in this episode as well. So it's a very specific message that's written on uh, on this uh, particular T-shirt that she wears during that fight. Okay. It certainly is. Good stuff. Good stuff. Give it one more time, John. I certainly will. What is written on Jennifer's white T-shirt as she fights her cousin, Smart Hulk? Remember, fellow defenders, fellow quizzers, send in your answers to feedback at TV podcastindustries.com and you'll be in with a chance to win some goodies uh, from the pub quiz. Absolutely. Nine questions obviously coming for the nine episode season. This I think is our last pub quiz of the year if I got that right. It Uh, certainly is I think. Good stuff so make sure you're in with a chance of of entering that pub quiz. Yes you gotta be in it to win Win it. it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. This episode of TV Podcast Industries is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon, including Corolla Clark. Thank you so much, Corolla. Thank you, Corolla. Yeah, thanks so much, Corolla. Uh, Remember, uh, you can support us monthly for any amount over at patreon.com forward slash TV Podcast Industries. Or if you'd like to support us with a one-off donation, you can pop on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash TVPI. And buy a coffee Absolutely. and of course uh, any support is very welcome as well as subscribing and sharing the podcast mm-hmm. and sharing it with your friends family and um, cousins uh, you name it because <laughs> sharing the podcast is of course what chris sharing the loot good stuff thanks so much for joining us we want to hear from you and hear your feedback about She-Hulk please email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com with your thoughts about any of the episodes that we're covering for She-Hulk or you can pop on over to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash tvpodcastindustries there'll be a spoiler post up as each of the episodes are released on Disney Plus yes so don't forget to head on over to tvpodcastindustries.com to subscribe so you don't miss any of our future podcasts. This is just the beginning of the She-Hulk podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We'll be back with episode two very soon. Thanks so much for joining us. Talk to you next time. Yeah, thank you so much, fellow defenders, for joining us for our chit-chat about She-Hulk, attorney at law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember, in between, keep watching, keep listening, and keep defending, but also stay strong. 
I'm off to watch Inside Out again. Bye. Bye.